All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. You're watching Oilers Nation every day with Tabby Rumshot. Your one-stop shop for all things Oilers. It has been exactly 150 days since the Edmonton Oilers were eliminated by the Vegas Golden Knights. That is roughly 3,600 hours. And now we are just eight away from puck drop of a new season. Let's get into it with the lead. Bump my side table doing that. I'm too fired up, Liam. Come on now. Yeah. Let's go. Do you know, Game day. Do you know what would have been a very good idea once you started listing the times came in my head? Remember that episode of The Office where Michael leaves and they start singing the song? Yeah, 1,000. Should have scripted something with everybody in the office. minutes in 36 Okay, here, let's, let's redo the intro. Yeah, in roll it again. 2,000 or 20. Oh, my God. 216,000 <laughs> minutes since the Oilers were eliminated by the Vegas Golden Knights. That is. Can we do seconds? Uh, no, it's too high. <laughs> we cannot do seconds. It's been a long time since we've had meaningful Oilers hockey. It's been a long time since we had meaningful Oilers hockey to talk about on this program. Oilers Nation every day, live from the Sports Closet Studio. And for the first time in 150 days, it's a Sherwood Ford Giant Game Day edition of the show. Shout out to our friends at Sherwood Ford the Giant. If you see me cruising around in the nation truck on a game day, just honk a bunch. You'll scare other people around you. You might even piss some people off, but I'll think it's funny. If you see me, give me a honk too. Yep. I'll know it's me because I have duct tape on my bumper. There you go. <laughs> if you see a guy with duct tape on his bumper, honk. It's probably Liam. <laughs> the only one in the city. Yeah. 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 Uh, the YouTube chat is alive and well, and it is brought to you by our friends at Century Mile Racetrack and Casino. Races every Friday and Saturday. Jay Walking is in with the first comment of the day. My season prediction hot take. It's actually supposed to be a big, bold, hot, and sexy prediction. Yeah. Uh, he loves the new defensive alignment. He says both soup and stew record at least one shutout this season. Sure. I say two each. Whoa, 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 whoa. You're getting crazy. We well, got, they had one each last year. We got two shutouts each. Can I hear three shutouts three. each? Anybody? Three, three, going <laughs> once. Uh, yeah, I think a couple of shutouts each is, is not the most insane thing. Yeah. And you know what? They came very close last year. Stroop almost had one in mm-hmm. the San Jose game when we were in Vegas. Yep. And then I can't remember which game Skinner almost had it, but they scored very, very late in that game too. So they almost got it last season with two mm-hmm. weeks. So I don't think it's too crazy. I like that. I plus like I, that. Plus I did go on record saying that Stuart Skinner would have a 918 save percentage this season. You so. did. Our predictions episode of Oilers Nation Radio mm-hmm. is up now. If you want to go give that a listen, wherever you get your podcast from. 
Please wait until this show is over to do that, though. Yes. Uh, Cole is in at the game tonight in Vancouver and will be at the home opener Saturday. That is unbelievable. Yeah, I feel like he might be one. Cool. I bet you there's only like six people who are going to be fans. That is, that'll be at both games. Obviously, the players will be at both. I believe McMullet will also be at both. Ah, shout out to I McMullet. S- I saw him on his road trip today. In Heaven forbid he miss a game. He, is, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he actually is probably at more games than most of the players. <laughs> Uh, yeah, shout out to Big Mullet. Owen is in. Drysaddle will score the first goal of the season on the power play in his office, assisted by 97 and number two, Evan Bouchard. Rusty is in. He just gives us an LFG. Oilers, dry is effing excited. What's up, fellas? It's game day. It mm-hmm. is game day. The Oilers begin their season tonight against the Vancouver Canucks. A little home and home set with their Pacific Division rivals. Puck drop in each game at eight o'clock as well. And you know where we're going to be tonight? Retta, We're, at a, yes. at a, 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 under my, we should Retta. have, uh, should have shown the people our outfits, but maybe we'll, maybe it's best that we don't. I don't want anyone to see them. Mm. I want everyone to see them. I don't know. People will see me in a different light. <laughs> That's fair. That is fair. I already see you in a different light. Uh, just from certain uh, I saw revelations. A different light I, I put it on last night and my <sighs> girlfriend said, Oh, <laughs> that's the reaction you want from someone <laughs> who finds you attractive. Yeah, that's what I was looking for. <laughs> let's let's just say that Liam texted me yesterday afternoon and said, all capitals, well, it doesn't fit. <laughs> so there we go. I had to sew. I had to sew my costume yesterday. Yeah. Like it was my own fault. You're but a man of many talents. I, I've got a variety of skills and I'm not afraid to use them. <laughs> all right. Uh, let's talk a little bit about. This hockey game tonight, Oilers taking on the Vancouver Canucks. Short for Giant Game Day edition of the show. For every Short for Giant Game Day edition of the show this year, we're going to be joined by our friend Jay. Thoughts, Jay? Thoughts, Jay? We should have had a camera just on his FTC. <laughs> way better. Why do we think of all our good bits during the show? Uh, Jay, Jay will be here at some point. I tried to bribe him. I brought him a gift. A gift that Frank Saravalli bought him, but I'd shipped to my house. Speaking of which, Frank Cervalli is going to be on the show in about yeah. eh, 13 minutes. So you know what we're asking, Frank, who's the ideal deadline target for the Oilers? Because you gotta. I'm very excited to see what his reaction is to that. Um, he drove this morning four and a half hours from Pittsburgh back to Philadelphia. So he's probably a little grumpy. I wonder what the drive's like. You we're going to ask him that. Because four and a half hours. I think Pittsburgh's north of Philadelphia. Yeah. So if you go four and a half hours north here, you're like, 30 minutes outside of Grand Prairie. Yeah. It's quite a boring drive. Mm-hmm. I'd be curious to know what it's like driving in Pennsylvania. Like, is it exciting? I think I know what Frank's answer will be. It's going to be boring. Yeah. Well, I wonder what it looks like. Frank was in Pittsburgh covering the, de- the debut of rookie phenom Connor yeah. Bedard. Connor Bedard in his first game racks up five shots on goal. Pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. I think we should do some pre or some early season overreactions. Uh, one, Connor Bedard did not follow the NHL rule of having to wear a helmet in warmups as a young player. He's been fined 2,500 bucks. Is the NHL going to have a problem with Bedard and respect? Well, it's just a youthful way. Is Connor, me, is Connor Bedard a diva? Is he a diva? Yes, he is a diva. Why and else did the Blackhawks have to go sign all those good veterans? They're worried about Connor Bedard being a problem in the room. You heard it here first. <laughs> it was a, I would like to give a quick shout out to Kevin Kochinski. He also made his NHL <laughs> debut in this game. Yeah, that's a tough And I, th- I can't remember if I put the video out, but whoever put it out was the rookie laps. And yeah. obviously there was a ton of cameras out there. Yeah. And Kevin Kochinski took it upon himself to skate behind the photographers on his lap so he didn't get in Bedard's shots. And I thought, you know, it was a pretty heads up move. Also, Connor Bedard, I think it's safe to assume he's probably already a millionaire when you consider like endorsements oh, and yeah. all of that, right? Him, like, apparently it was the teammates who kind of like egged him on. It was like, come on, no bucket, like, take the fine, whatever. Yeah. Um, I think it's easy for Connor Bedard to do it. But then they were also probably like, oh, yeah, and you too, Kev, like, you <laughs> take the fine. And he's probably like, oh, you're not going to help me out. With I, might that, get, I might get sent down in eight games. Yeah. <laughs> talking to me, my AHL salary is not a lot. <laughs> Actually, my contract hasn't kicked in yet. I'm essentially a volunteer right now. I haven't gotten a paycheck, team. so I'm yeah. good. I'm going to wear a helmet. But you guys, did. that sounds great. You guys have fun. You could tell that they were both a little nervous when they stepped on the ice because they both tried to like pass each other the puck and yeah. like flubbed yeah. up on it. It was just awesome. And Bedard couldn't find a stick, a stick beforehand, which I still think that's probably something one of the vets probably hit his stick on him. It possibly, yes. Or he's that nervous. But I, he didn't look nervous. If uh, if Corey Perry isn't paying those fines, then yeah. the Chicago Blackhawks have an issue in the locker room. That's a good overreaction. Yeah. Um, I'll yeah, say this. Maybe. Connor Bedard can't finish. 
I mean, look, how many, shot, how many shot attempts did he generate? Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with a you. Lot. He's on pace for zero. I just wonder if maybe his release wasn't a little overhyped. Um, he got dominated in the faceoff draw. I think he was two of 13. It was funny at one point, they were literally like doing a count on how many faceoffs he lost. But yeah. the funny thing was, was in the intermission, they did that thing with Colby Armstrong. I don't know if you guys saw that. And Bedard beat Crosby in like the faceoff challenge they did. Yeah. And it was 0 and 8 in the game against Crosby. Crosby took that. Personally, as MJ would yeah, say. He did. Speaking of Colby Armstrong, he was on Leafs Morning Take this morning. Yeah. Great guest. Great guest. I love that guy. Go listen to Leafs Morning Take. Uh, other overreactions. Drop them in, actually. I really like, we're yes. probably going to do this tomorrow, an Oilers related yeah. one, but drop us your night one overreactions from the NHL. Um, this Eric Carlson experiment, pull a plug <laughs> on it. If you're Pittsburgh, retain half, cut Wait. your losses, rebuild. Yeah. <laughs> Get rid of them all. Probably. What do you need these old guys for in the room anymore? You gotta, you gotta move forward with. Um, who's a young guy they have? Tristan Jari. Yeah, it's probably sure. the youngest sure. guy. In the team. Um, Pittsburgh did not look good last night. No, they seriously did not look very good. But it was, it was, it. It's not even that they looked slow. They just looked very unorganized and just gave up stupid ass penalties. Yeah. Like the Jeff Carr holding the stick on, I think it was Kevin Korchinski, was ridiculously stupid mm-hmm. like come on man sell it a little bit more but he's just like endless penalties like did they forget peter morazic was in the other goal because they did like the first weren't like, generating a ton not anything at all and then yeah i said the kid got one and then it's about it whoever said they were going to win the division this year feels pretty stupid this morning i bet <laughs> who would do that <laughs> yeah. uh overreaction i actually this is the tongue-in-cheek segment but i'm somewhat serious about it People are sleeping on the Tampa Bay Lightning and they should not be. Oh, no. This is still a very damn good hockey team. They made Jonas Johansson look like a guy capable of playing NHL minutes. That's a minor miracle. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but their forward group is sick. When they get power plays, it's sick. Braden Point, Nikita Kucherov, Brandon Hagel is going to score 30 this year. Anthony Sorelli might score 30 this year. Steven Stamkos, like they have five 30 goal scorers and a guy who might score 60 in Nick Paul. Good first day overreaction. Couple goals for Nick Paul. Um, Tanner Janot's on their fourth line. I like him. I think that blue line will be fine once it gets a little healthier. Um, and they'll get Andre Vasilevsky back. That Andre Vasilevsky injury is a blessing in disguise for that Tampa Bay team. Vasilevsky is not going to be overworked for the first time in his career. He's going to come in and he's going to hit midseason form right at the beginning of the playoffs. This Bolts team has been slept on and they should not have been. Yeah, they're a very, very good hockey team. I'm curious. I don't know how I would stack them up against the rest of the East, though. Like, I don't, I, they're probably the best team outside of the elite teams. Mm-hmm. Is that probably fair to say? You think, like, I don't know. I just feel like, I think they're still elite. You think so? So, who would the elite teams be? I you did this whole thing last year where you were like, why are we betting against the Tampa Bay Lightning? No, I know, but then Tampa Bay lost in the first so round. So now they're no, but no, I, no, no, no. I'm, not say, I'm not saying they're not good, <laughs> but I just wonder where they're going to be in the playoffs. That's my only question. I, I love watching them play. They're a very exciting mm-hmm. team to watch. The, the stars they have. Like that goal Kutrov scored yesterday. Dude, that rocket oh, of a shot. What a goal. Holy. Braden Point is electric. And he's, so he's not undervalued anymore, but for so long, he was just so underappreciated. I think ca- I don't think casual fans understand that he's a superstar. He had 50, yeah. 50 goals last season. 51 goals, yeah. yeah. He's nuts. Yep. He's absolutely nuts. Three apples last Anthony minute, Sorelli will win multiple Selkies in his career. And he's 26. Braden yeah, Point's like 27. Him. Like the idea that they're just this washed up core who won a couple of rings and is on their it's retirement wrong. tour. It's wrong. It's very, very wrong. I think the Tampa Bay Lightning are very good. Retirement tour too. Like who? Kutrov's 30, Point's 27, Stamco's 33. All right. Sorelli's 25. Yeah. Like, and then Blue Line, Edmund's only 32. Hegel's 25. Like they have a, the Bolts are going to be a problem for a long time. Vasilevsky's 29. The thing with Brandon Hagel that like still blows my mind, I know he just signed that new ticket. I think it was for like six and a half. But this year he's getting paid $1.5 million. Do you remember that when... That is a crazy steal of a deal right there. Tampa Bay were ahead of the curve on this too. Mm-hmm. Acquiring players with turn. Yep. They gave up two first round picks for Brandon Hagel. And everyone's like, what are they doing? Like, well, now they've got a guy who is $1.5 million for the last three years they've had him. Yep. They don't no, care like, about picks. They, they care about getting guys in their prime. Which was evident when they got yeah. Canada Genoa. And then he signed a six and a half, which I swear is still going to be a value contract. Yeah. Craziest thing about Brandon Hagel is that he's from Mournville. That, that might be the craziest. Like, what? Yeah, yeah good Mournville, Mournville boy. Yeah. 
Yeah. Good Morinville. Didn't know that. Real <laughs> estate's cheap in Morinville. So we <laughs> had his parents obviously have good heads on their shoulders. Yep. All of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Money conscious. He's got a nice big extension now. Uh, John is in preseason overreaction. I will hit zero bets for the entire NHL season. Not if you dump every cent in your Betway account on the Oilers puck line tonight. I had a I had a very lucky win last night. I bet a Jonathan Marchessault goal. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if no one saw what happened in that one, Brandon Tanner went to play it behind the net. And Marshall just stuck his stick out and redirected yep. it to an open net. I uh, it was awesome. They don't ask yeah. how. I had a yeah. parlay last night. Three goal scores. Marshall, yeah. Brandon Hagel, and Jake Gensel. Damn ah, Jake Gensel. I had Gensel. You're dead to me, Jake. I had Gensel. It was seventeen to one. Oh, was, he had a couple uh, chances. He had four yeah. shots. Yeah. I'm well aware. I uh, <laughs> I was really split on who I would pick for my anytime goal scorer on Crosby or Gensel because they were the same odds. So I'll go with Gensel. If anything, Crosby's going to set it yeah. up. And then, ah, son of a gun. Should have gone with Sid. Should have gone with Sid. Should have gone with my heart, not my head. All right. I think that was a good little run of overreactions from the first set of games. Uh, what do you think of Vegas's Stanley Cup celebration? Cool. I think, do you know what? It, like, it was cool. They do everything right there. I, like, I don't like on. Vegas. I Mostly because they have Mark Stone more than anything. I, mm. But boy, oh boy, like they figure it out in a very positive way. And since they've come into the league, I think they've really helped push the league in a good direction and within marketing yep. and everything. Like just uniqueness of it all, right? Like yeah. doing the slot machine for the thing is so cool. Like such a cool idea. And nobody else in the NHL would think that way. Nobody yep. else. Um, I made this point on DFO Live today with Frank Saravalli. Uh, but I'll make it again here. Do you remember when Vegas got their expansion team and there was all the rumblings about what their names would be? And there was yeah. the Aces was one of them. Oh, yeah. And the report came out. It's like, whoa, the NHL does not want this team just like making their whole thing about gambling. They're not going to be called the Aces. Flash forward to now and like NHL has exclusive betting deals with people. Yeah. Vegas is rolling a giant slot machine out to center ice to race up their Stanley Cup banner. <laughs> like hilarious. Hilarious. How about the fact that the game was scheduled to start? At, it was at 8 or 8.30, whatever it was. And it didn't start till 9.15. That is now that is too far, Gary. That is too far. <laughs> but when you when they ask him about it, Gary keeps going, we don't have a start time problem. I feel like now he's just messing with us. He's that, like, yeah. start time problem. What are you talking about? Tonight's Oilers game, someone just Sergeant Battles made the joke. 930 puck drop. That's what triggered me, is yeah. what I actually know. I, uh-huh. I couldn't believe that. But just on that game, Seattle could have easily come away with two points in that game. I don't know how much of it you caught, but not a lot. Seattle, I think they hit a post twice. Aiden Hill made like Two or three really, really good saves. One in the third, which was very old school, like a stand-up kick save almost. And then I think it was Will Borgden basically just missed an open noun and what would have been a tap-in. And Vegas got goals when they needed to. Like we can I kind of thought about it last night. I was like, oh, Grubauer's Swiss cheese, which he is. Mm-hmm. But Vegas scored legit goals last night. Like the Masters are one is not his fault. That's a mistake on Tanev. Yeah. Um the Barbershev one is a one-on-one breakaway. And the first one was a backdoor tap and then the other one was an empty net. But it wasn't too bad. But Seattle, interesting team. We'll see. Yep. They don't have the firepower again. All right. Uh, let's circle things back to an Edmonton Oilers conversation. Beginning their season tonight against a Canucks team that is looking for redemption. I think we're going to be joined by our pal David Quadrelli later on in the week. So we'll probably have a nice in-depth discussion about the Canucks when we have quads in studio. Friday. Friday. There you go. Friday. Did you already confirm it with them? Confirmed. Locked and sealed. Quads in the building. Don't forget. Yeah, he actually, he'll be staying in the Airbnbs right on top of our studios. We can just, we can grab one of the sticks and like, what? Get out of here. He texted me and asked me, he gave me a grocery list that he'd like me to pick up some groceries. Shut the hell up. How long are you you here for? Don't say (laughs) stuff like that to me. (laughs) It makes me really mad. He sent me actually yesterday a picture of a frozen, frozen lunch, like frozen dinner that you eat all the time. He's like, you think I'll get sick if I eat this? Probably. I said, my buddy Ty eats them every day. We're actually debating making a bit on this show because we all like a good frozen meal. I love a good frozen dinner. We're debating having a day where we buy them and then do like a show and tell on the show of what we're eating after. Maybe next time we have Carter Hutton on the show. 
Oh, he would just, he might leave. <laughs> he would just like, he'd be like, you guys are. Or he pulls out his own. He might have one. He might have one. I'll have to ask him. Yeah. Okay. We'll have to ask him. <laughs> we'll have to ask every guest now. That might just be our identity. Well, ask Frank when he comes Frank, what's yeah, your favorite frozen dinner to eat? And then ask Frank, like, deadpan and just like, do you ever eat them cold? Sicko. <laughs> <laughs> just leave. <laughs> really expose himself. Like a popsicle. <laughs> All right, uh, we're getting hockey, off track. Hockey. Vancouver Canucks tonight. Oilers Canucks. Stuart Ford Giant Game Day edition of the show. Uh, this Canucks team's interesting. Elias Pettersson, legit star. Mm. Dude had 100 points last year. Probably going to get 100 again. Quinn Hughes, stud. Aaron thinks he's popping home 20 this year. 20. JT Miller, very, very good. Top line NHL, like high end caliber player, was a point of game last year. Kuzmenko, great Kuzmenko, first year in the league. That's the guy for me. I'm so high on Andre Kuzmenko. Al- almost scored 40 goals last year, finished with 39. I think Brock Besser is a guy who could have a nice bounce back year. It's, it's very easy to look at this Canucks team and be like, they should be better than they have in the past. Mm-hmm. At the same time, what do the Canucks always do? Get in their own way. Yes, which has already begun. It's already begun. Like the Connor Garland things, adding drama to the season and all of this stuff. It's yeah. like, ah. I think if Thatcher Demko is as good as I think some people believe he can be, and if he's healthy, I should say, is the one thing that's the point Frank's made a bunch of times, then this Canucks team is going to be sniffing around the edges of a playoff spot again this year. Like, they're not a team you can take lightly is kind of the point of this little mini rant. Yeah, for sure. Like, they're a team... They're not the Anaheim Ducks of San Jose. Yep. That is for sure. They're a team that will compete for two points every single night. <laughs> the problem is... Again, they're just going to get their own way. And, and I do believe the Bruce Boudreaux thing still kind of lingers around that team and like a trust factor with everything that's going mm-hmm. on. Like they've seen now, like, and of course, like Brock Besser had a trade request last season, right? I do I think Rick Talk is a hell of a coach. So. Yeah. I do too. And I, I'm sure it's not as bad as it, it was, but mm-hmm. you just wonder like once that crack starts to develop, like how big and wide is it going to get? And I, I don't know. Like until they get out there and start winning some hockey games on a regular basis, like, they're always going to be the sixth best team in the Pacific. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Them and the Ottawa Senators are two teams that need, do, need, do, need to get off to good starts. 100%. They, like, the two in the, I would say they're the two in the NHL that yeah, need it the most. 100%. Um, again, short for giant game day edition of the show, Jay Downton was supposed to join us like he did every game last year. I texted him. So I pulled up to the office at about 11.15. As I'm pulling into park, Jay is driving away. I texted him and said, when will you be back? His response, yup. Perfect. Me. <laughs> Zero cents. Zero cents at all. So instead, uh, we'll, we'll wait and see if Jay ever shows up. But we do know one guy who is always on time for these segments yep. is our boy, Frank Cerevalli. His appearance is brought to you by Star Mechanical. You can find out more about Edmonton's number one plumbing and heating company by visiting their website, starmechanical.ca. I see him back in his home studio after a long, long drive home from Pittsburgh. What's a road trip like with yes. Frank Cerevalli? What are you rocking during that what four and a half hour drive? Yeah, it's 305 miles. What's that? About 500 clicks? I don't know. 500K? Uh, First off, great view of Liam's legs today. 
best Thank getaway you. sticks in the league. Uh, I would say, uh, what I'm all over the map when it comes to music. Uh, I'm a big country music fan, but I started This is how I started out my day. It was very, I think I pulled out of the hotel at five 15 AM and I turned on some Metallica. Cause like that's, that's what you need to get your day started. Uh, then I somehow made it to like, uh, Apple 1960s essentials. And I did like some Motown and sixties and then like that brought me into Elton John. And then I somehow got back to country. And then I was like, I'm literally all over the map. You really just don't know. What's more boring, the drive from (laughs) Pittsburgh to Philly or the drive from Edmonton to Calgary? Uh, there it's actually the, it's the same, uh, level of boringness except, uh, from Philly to Pittsburgh and the same kind of idea. Uh, one, you only need to get on one road. Uh, the difference is, it's, um, I mean, I, I, when I, when I say this, I caution myself, it's, it's mountainous for the East. So you're going through a bunch of mountains and it's like a bunch of curvy, windy turns and tunnels. And it's, it's actually a super annoying drive. And I always say, what is between Philadelphia and Pittsburgh? It's a trivia question. Nothing. Alabama. Ah, yeah. There's a reason why they call it pencil tucky. So it's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's a place. Um, are you a frozen meal guy? You ever just like pop a frozen meal, throw it in the microwave? Like uh, the only thing I would eat frozen generally is pizza. Mm. Oh, that's yeah. decent that's though. That kind of counts. All right, so we have you to know leave. What they say, what do they say? Pizza is like sex, even when it's bad, it's still really good. I honestly couldn't agree more. They do say that. <laughs> right, I'm not going to make the joke. I'm going to make. I won't make the joke. Um, all right, Frank, we got to get to the important stuff. Uh, Oilers hard right been- turn from Tyler. He's like, we are avoiding this. Let's we've, move on. We've too far from God. Uh, <laughs> Frank, Oilers at the deadline is going to be really <laughs> buzz off. <laughs> Nick Dowd, come on, Dream Four C. I put it in the bold predictions, not related to the Oilers, but honestly, like shocked how many calls over the last six weeks I got from teams saying, Hey, what do you think Washington's going to do with Nick Dowd? I'm like, why does everyone keep asking me this? And the answer is because they're really interested in trying to acquire him, uh, especially if the Washington capitals are out of the mix and are willing to eat half to juice the return on Nick Dowd, who has another year left on his deal. You said perfect four C he's like ideal. And, you know, I think that's one thing he stands out as a fit for the Oilers because they really need some speed, especially in their bottom six. I think that's one thing that watching the team a bit in preseason, I was like, you need the Holloways. You need those guys playing. You need McLeod because that speed is a factor. 33-year-old Nick Dowd popped home 13 goals in 65 games last year. Like, this isn't just some plug. This is a dude that can ball. Yeah, I mean, ball is a relative term. Um, like, for us mere mortals, the, like, yes, he's a bona fide quality NHL player. May, you're not acquiring him for the goals. You're, it's not the 13 and 65 that gets you excited. It's all yeah. the other things that he does in his game um, that you can rely on on a night to night basis. And by the way, not a center, but just watching him sign in Toronto this week, I still don't really, and talking about the speed factor that, um, that we were just talking about, I I still don't really know why the Oilers shied away from Noah Gregor. I heard Noah Gregor doesn't like the media in the city. I mean, I I think that that sources sources confirm uh, that that's the case. But honestly, like, can you think of a better fit speed? Why? Like, maybe he doesn't have the size that you're looking for necessarily, but 775, like, why, like, why would you not spend the Lane Peterson money on Noah Gregor? Not a, not a center. Right. And I think they're, they were probably a little jammed up on the wings and thought if we're going to take a chance on guys, we're going to take a chance on Raph Lefoy being good. But also they brought him Adam Ernie. That's a good when point. they could have just brought in Noah Gregor, right? Like the kind of same position and everything. It kind of would make a little bit more sense there. Um, what's Maxime Comtois going to do? Because he just got released, right, from Vegas? Is he ever just a free agent now? I think he's just a free agent. 
Yep. And by the way, Adam Ernie, not with the Oilers in Vancouver. Um, even though you're on a PTO, you can actually still travel, but thought it was interesting that he was home. They're still talking. Um, Nima Linen also not on the trip with the Oilers as they wait for that uh, update. That's it'd be nice to, to figure that out and get him healthy and get the cap situation figured out. Hmm. Yeah, that's uh, that's kind of the big thing holding this all up, right? Like I know a lot of people made a big deal about Lavoie going on waivers and people were panicking that they were going to lose them. It was a not a big, team over, not a fan base overvaluing their prospects. Is it stunner? That's never hey, happened before. But also frankly, like, their hands were tied to an extent here, right? Like with that Nima Linen injury, like they might be playing short tonight. Yeah, I mean, I, I think they have, my guess is they have a way to work it out. Um, but you're right. It's it kind of, that made it a touch and go situation. And on daily face off live today, I poked fun at the Sens. And I know you could sit here and say, well, they weren't expecting Josh Norris to be hurt. But DJ Smith said yesterday or two days ago that they were never expecting Josh Norris to play game one of the regular season. So what's the excuse? Shane Pinto not signed. You've got Tarasenko that you went out and got. You re-signed Travis Hamannick. Like You made all these moves that you just didn't need to make to overcomplicate your cap situation. I don't think the Oilers did that, but the Oilers were always going to be tight. And the difference between the Oilers and the Sens is one's a cup contender and one isn't. So... I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. it opens up the opportunity, I guess, for the emergency recall for Saturday's game. So, like, if you do have to play short, it's only for a game. One would hope they have an answer on Nima Linen by again Saturday. So, hopefully, this just isn't a lingering issue. The Kings the are playing short tonight, just so you know. Pardon? The Los Angeles Kings are going eleven and six tonight due to cap constraints. Oh man, I, mean, I think having eleven forwards isn't too bad, though. Like, I'd rather have 11 forwards than five defense. I mean, when you think about the Oilers last year, when they would go 11 and seven and Broberg would play like six and a half minutes, like they basically were playing 11 and six at that point, right? It's not like the most insane thing. If there is a team in the league that's comfortable doing it, it's Jay Woodcroft and the Oilers. Speaking of Jay Woodcroft, Frank Saravalli's 32 bold predictions. We had it in the description of the episode yesterday. We'll drop it back in there uh, today. Still there. Still there. Didn't worry, Frank. I knew you were coming. Good work. Uh, dailyfaceoff.com. If you want to read the whole thing, you have Jay Woodcroft winning the Jack Adams this year. Uh, show your work there. What do you like about Woody? Show your work. Um, <laughs> that's actually hilarious that you said that. Cause it reminds me last week. Uh, so our daughter is in grade two and she had a math test and it, you know how they say like, show your work. She literally yeah. drew a hand with like fingers held up, like as she was like to pretend like she was counting. Cause that's what she thought it meant. Show your work. <laughs> anyway. Um, I thought that was awesome. That is that awesome. awesome. <laughs> so Jay Woodcroft, like out of the 32 bold predictions I made, if you were to rank them in boldness is probably somewhere in the mid to late twenties, not really that big of a reach. However, what I would say to you is that historically that award doesn't go to either really good teams or especially teams with superstar players. It's mostly reserved for voting wise, which I've never voted on. Um, it's, it's reserved for guys that um, have had major 40 point swings, not, two of the best players in the world. Those guys are often penalized. So um, I think this year is going to be a really special year for the Oilers. I think um, they're going to hit the ground running. And I really like just his, like um, his attitude talking to Jay Woodcroft, the way you hear him in the media is the way that he actually is. And I think he's got a calming influence voice and presence. Um, I, I referred to him on today's show as, a Zen master of sorts. And for a team with really big expectations and a lot riding on this year, I think he's the perfect type of personality that you want behind your bench. I agree. I loved your chat with him on frankly speaking. I think if you're an Oilers fan and uh, someone was just in here, Reagan said the chat with Woody was inspiring. I think if you're an Oilers fan and you go listen to Frank's interview with both Jay Woodcroft and Ken Holland, I'm frankly speaking, you uh, you come away from that being like, damn, we got a good one here. And I know some people, 
they nitpick Jay Woodcroft in this market because again, Canadian market, a fan base nitpicking their coach. Of course that that's going to happen. You know, Oh, he likes Deharnay too much, or he, he doesn't play the kids, all of that. At the end of the day, they have one of the best coaches in the yeah, NHL. And out. you made this point on DFO live, Frank, the Oilers were not a playoff team when Jay Woodcroft took over. The roster is really not all that different. And now they're a cup contender. That's Look it up. It it's almost sounds like a funny thing, but February 9th, 2022, they mm-hmm. woke up that day outside of the playoffs, went to the conference final that year. I mean, it's just kind of continued since then. Last year, there was a bump in the road again. Mm-hmm. January, you know, when they got blown out by the Kings, it was like, what are the Oilers this year? Are they going to figure it out? I just chalked up a lot of their regular season woes to that point to goaltending. And once that was solidified by Stuart Skinner, the team took off. So um, it helps to have that steadying influence behind the bench that can calm things down and in, in what could be a really turbulent time. Mm-hmm. Are we good? To, can I move on to last night's games? Yeah, sure. Go ahead. We did overreactions to the first night. Yeah. Connor Bedard can't finish. Yes. The Carlson experiment is terrible. Pittsburgh mm-hmm. shouldn't have done it. Um, Tampa Bay Cup contenders yes. were our three. But uh, obviously, which Frank- one do I think is the most chance of being close? <laughs> sure. Sure. Why not? It's Carlson and the Pens. Yeah. What, what was that like? Concerning. What was that like yesterday in Pittsburgh? Just like, the, have we seen this much hype for a player and? Like McDavid, I don't think people knew when his first game even was when he came into the league, to be honest. And then, hey, I was there. I was in St. Louis at that first game. So, well, how did it compare then? Well, there was no buzz really. Like, there was like the normal seven people from Edmonton that show up at a game. And it was in St. Louis, not on national TV because the Oilers are never, uh, they were never on NBC on the last deal. Cotter Bedard's first five road games in his career are all on national TV. Crazy. In fact, I was getting tweets yesterday when I tweeted that he scored his first NHL point. People were responding back like, thanks. We don't care. Bedard fatigue, like, like I'm like, guys, on one hand, all we do is complain that the NHL doesn't market its stars enough. And here we are out here reporting on them and everyone's like enough already. I'm like, it's game one. Like, come on. Um, Special player. And I talked to Taylor Hall for a bit after the game last night. And he was like, look, I don't want to create a headline by what I'm about to say. But he said, quote, this guy is the real deal. So I'm really excited to watch what comes next for him. Um, I just think he's different than he said. I've played with Connor McDavid. I watched him come into the league. Taylor Hall has played with more number one overall picks than anyone in the history of the NHL. And he's like, this guy's different. His game is different. Um, Someone, a scout at the game last night said to me that he thinks Connor Bedard is Brett Hall that can actually skate. (laughs) And I was like, wow, well, that is the perfect scouting take. Um, but think about Brett Hall and the ridiculous number of goals that he scored. And then think about being able to skate and have some vision at the same time. It's kind of scary. The Blackhawks are quietly really excited. And he's changed everything about the feel of that franchise in really short order. They're going to be a problem for the Oilers in the West to contend with. I think yeah. it's quite exciting to be honest. I do too. And I love the way the, I love the way the NHL is marketing it. Yeah. Like having that on ESPN, was it like a little not annoying when they showed the same replay of his one scoring chance, like 12 <laughs> times on the broadcast? I mean, sure a little bit, but it's a necessary thing to have in there for people yeah. who are tuning into the game only to watch Connor Bedard. They did a he good had like five. Yeah. Yeah. He had like, th- I think 11 or 12 shot attempts, five on net, led all forwards on both teams in ice time. He did get pushed around a little bit. Uh, definitely bumped off some pucks, uh, manhandled in the faceoff circle, all those things that you might expect for an 18 year old playing his first game. But Taylor Hall was saying like, we were on the foam rollers stretching out before we got dressed for warmups. And he's like, it's 20 minutes before he's going on the ice for his first NHL game. He goes, you'd have no idea. Hmm. He says, he said, I'm, he goes, I'm sitting here. I'm nervous. It's my first game as a Blackhawk. And this guy's like, yeah, whatever. There, there was even a moment in the game yesterday when 
uh, I think it was Tyler Johnson took the high stick and they were like reviewing it. And Bedard was the one talking to the ref and he's like 10 minutes into his game. Yeah. Like this guy is, he's such a pro. He's going to be unbelievable. Yep. He has a lot of those qualities that like you, you know, they are, it's cliche, yeah. but like you can't teach, right? Things like not being nervous for your first NHL game. Shout out to Kevin Korchinski as well. Yes. Who uh, <laughs> also played his first NHL game. By the way, number seven overall pick and the Blackhawks have extremely high hopes for, do you know how happy they are that no one is even paying attention to Kevin Korchinski right now? It's like, you could just get your feet wet, take your time in the NHL, make as many mistakes as you want. No one's going to be all over you because they're not watching you. Yeah. I got another one from last night, Frank. Sorry. uh, I dodged the first part of your question though, about Carlson. Mm -hmm. I do think that that has like a a real chance. Luke Gazdick was talking about this today on daily face off live to be awkward. I mean, you've had the same guy quarterbacking your power play this year. Latang, Crosby, and Malkin set a North American pro sports record last night by playing their 19th consecutive season together. 19. That's a lot of power plays. That's a lot of familiarity. And to just be like, oh yeah, hey, we're swapping you out and putting you on PP2, which is kind of a sick flex if you're the Pens. You're like, oh, we have uh, Chris Latang as our PP2 quarterback. That's nice. And we're subbing him out for a 100-point defenseman. I just think like you watch Carlson last night and you watch him defend and you watch the penguins try and get out of their own end. And they're a mess. They like Carlson is great. Every team would love to have him. It didn't solve the problems that plagued the Pittsburgh penguins last year. That's yeah. That's the biggest part of all this. I don't think that's going to change. I, I have him as a playoff team. I don't have him winning the division. Sorry, Liam. That was my bold and hot and sexy take though. Yep. You got to make big, big, bold, hot and sexy predictions is what we Almost did. Almost as hot and sexy as Liam's legs. Thank you very much. Frank. Yeah. Um, um, I got one more. You got more. I just have one because I got a big beef with this, Frank. Stay I'm big. sorry. The schedule yesterday was so weird. It was I, not. I, weird. I, I've, I've come away after a you night. You don't of, like three 30 mountain time hockey. <laughs> I actually have come away from did. the idea of being like, okay, that's not too bad. And I understand like the time zones and everything. But why did the NHL start with Tampa Bay versus Nashville? I feel like this would have been a great opportunity to do like a rivalry game. When you look at the NBA, it's Denver versus LA and then Phoenix versus Golden State to start the season. But we got Tampa Bay and Nashville. It just seems like the most random setup. I mean, there's randomness all Chicago and Pittsburgh are in different conferences. But that a headline of Bedard versus Crosby. I think you're nitpicking. I think I am too, but it's just, it's just, I don't know. I feel like the NHL could have done something a little bit better here than Nashville. So, okay. uh, so let's, let's think through your process. Cause I think it's so easy to shit on the NHL schedule maker. That dude has the worst job in the league, like by a wide margin, it's worse than department of player safety. What everyone hates you. All 32 teams hate you. What, <laughs> What would you have, what would you put there? Give me a, give me one fan base that's not going to be absolutely crying in their beer because their home opener starts at five thirty. Should it on Florida Tampa? It should. I'm saying it should be like Tampa Florida. That's my example of something like that because when these divisions were made, they talked about how they wanted these divisional rivalries to be like a prominent thing, like mostly in the playoffs. But you can start them in the regular season too. And I think the other two games made a lot of sense, but. Tampa Bay Nashville just seems so random when you could add like the Battle of Florida, which you saw in the playoffs a few years ago, was really exciting. But maybe they just didn't want to shoot their wad in the first five, you know, five thirty p.m. Eastern game of the year. Like, why are we going to blow a good rivalry game now when we can save that for December? Why you're kicking it off the year? You're not giving enough respect to the Luke Shen revenge game. <laughs> very true. Very true. My that was fault. like three teams ago, but yes, <laughs> still. <laughs> Still, you can invent storylines out of anything. Um, okay, we're going to wrap up. They did a video, Crosby versus Bedard, doing like 90s slang and 2024 slang. Frank, do you know what Riz means? I saw the video, so I'm cheating. Ah, right. But I did not know what Riz meant before that. I didn't mm. know either. Really? Yeah, I'm, a, I'm an old You're a young buck. Yeah. Call, we call Aaron the Rizzler. Yeah. Literally yeah, never we all know that's a lot. But I will take it. I will all take right. it. Uh, Frank, going to be an exciting night. Oilers kicking off their season tonight. Thanks for hopping on and shooting the shit with us for a bit. Going to go heat up a pizza. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Frank Servali for Star Mechanical. If your house won't heat up, who do you call? Star Mechanical. 780 481 8873. 
Evanston's number one plumbing and heating company. They've been around for quite some time. You can trust them. Like you can trust Frank Saravalli to tell you who the Oilers are going to get at the trade deadline. Next week, he'll tell us. Why is Kyle says, is Frank the Rizzler? No. <clears throat> Liam, I, I, I like your idea, though. I feel like it should have been like Leafs Bruins. Like that would have been a good sure. kickoff. Like, I'm Leafs Sens. Uh, but you I, can't do that one at 530. That, that one might have been. I think game. it was fine, Liam. You're just a little no, nitpicky. I mean, the game was fun. I'm not saying the game it was The third fun. period was sick. But and I'm not even against the 330 start time now. It, it's a good idea. And it's, we get the late game. Like it mm-hmm. makes sense. But I just think like, you know, like we, it could have been unreal. Like it could have been a huge game and to say like, oh, it shouldn't be Frank still here listening to me. I know. <laughs> it shouldn't yeah. be this this random game. It's like, but it's the first game of the season. Like the NFL, you can't compare it because it's different. Like one game a week yeah. easier to schedule. Like yeah. They start with the Super Bowl champions, and that's always on the mm. Thursday. But we got the, the Stanley Cup champions at the end. I think that's a great way to end it. But just give us a just give us a good match. The best way to do it would be a full slate of games. Tyler Mulick threw it in here. I think a couple of people did too. Um have all the Canadian teams play on Canadian Thanksgiving. Yeah. Do like a Sunday, Monday kickoff. It would be great. Yeah. And it would give whatever Canada, at least even more of a reason to get hyped up. I guess not that you really need that. I do understand though. They have big TV partners in the States. I get you it. can't exactly, you know, you got to appease them too. And the ESPN did an unbelievable job yesterday. I think all the mm-hmm. games were fantastically promoted and it was a great day of hockey. Okay, Frank's finally gone. Did you see what Frank put in our private chat right there? Oh, he said, uh, Frank is the Twizzler. <laughs> Frank is the Twizzler. <laughs> that, he probably wanted us to read that. That's why he was hanging around for so long. It is very nerve wracking when you see, because like we see behind the scenes, like a little preview when Frank's in the chat, whenever a guest is. And when Frank hang, hangs on after, I always feel like we got to be doing our best. I know. Just tell him how great he was. <laughs> Oh, hey, Frank's coming back to Edmonton right away. So we're going to be doing more live shows with him. He's okay. coming up for uh, the old outdoor game at the end of the month. What game? The big outdoor the hockey game. event. I saw a guy at the curling club wearing one of the hats. I think he, I think you can get him at sports closet, um, but it had just that logo, this Oilers logo on it. And it was like a white kind of corduroy 47 brand hat. It was sick. That'll be good. Well, uh, should we talk about tonight's game? We got anything else on that? No, we should get into tonight's game. <laughs> we are going to be watching it down at Greta. Liam and I wearing costumes. They're very embarrassing. Tyler Mulek, how silly are we getting tonight, Liam? I think the answer is we'll need to drink to forget what we're wearing. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Did, I'm wearing an, I, how long do we have to wear these things for? Like, we, I don't know. It, well, don't know. the pregame show for sure for Tyler, right? Oh, that's bad though. That's a real I don't bad think look. you should have to wear it. Yeah. I think Jay is going to say otherwise. But I think Jay's not here. Jay's not here, man. Um, Anyways, we're going to be at Greta tonight. It's our kickoff party. We have unfinished business. If you haven't bought your tickets yet, go to the all-new nationgear.ca, $29.97. That gets you entered into a draw to win one of 15 sets of tickets to the big outdoor event happening at the end of the month. Also gets you in on some other draws. I saw the stuff in Jay's office that we're giving away tonight. It looks sweet. sweet. Gets you into the party as well. All the proceeds are going to Kids Sport. Great charity. We love teaming up with Kids Sport. And there's going to be great specials. You can also buy extra tickets into the draw. So if you want an even better chance of winning tickets to the game at the end of the month, there you go. Um, $2 hot dogs, $6 Bud and Bud Light. Giddy up. It's going to be good. Have $12 nation nachos. You're in on some nation nachos. I'll probably make it. I think we should, we should share some on the pregame show. Am I on the pregame show? Oh. Oh yeah, you're not on no, the you're not. No, It's you, just me, A B, yeah. and maybe Jay. And well, we thought Jay was gonna be here forty-six minutes ago. So yeah, that happens. Though. That happens. But that, that's why we have Darryl, a pregame show. Daryl Sutter says he's coming tonight. <laughs> I can't wait to see him. Uh, <laughs> we do have a light goal today, and I know it's really in the show it that is. I've announced it, but it'll be 120 for how many goals McDavid and Dry would combine for this season. I like that as an right. over-under. Yeah. That's a good that's a sharp So line. we're at 79 right now. We have 290 people watching. So thank you everyone for watching. So, hey. Like, shoot it up. Let's go. Hit the like button. Come on, pump it up. You, you got, got to pump, pump it up. up. Don't you know uh, pump it up? Uh <laughs> <laughs> Tyler Mew, like Tyler, who do I e-transfer again for the tickets? I'm quote winning. LOL. Hey. Good one. I had someone come up to me at the curling club yesterday and say the same thing. They're like, hey. I think it was his name's Wayne. He goes, son's coming. You know, hey, maybe you make something happen. I was like, ah, I don't know. I don't know if I can do that, Wayne. Man of integrity. And I think this draw is licensed. So <laughs> I, I would go to jail. What are we, what are we looking at for lines tonight? Let's dig into our line combos, starting with AB home. Yeah. We're going to go home. Or the Oilers. Oh, 
Let's yeah. do Oilers. Uh, Oilers line <laughs> brought to you by our friends at Sherwood Ford, the Giant. It is potentially going to be 11 and 6 for the Oily Boys tonight. Connor McDavid on the top line with a Vander Kane and Connor Brown. Two Connors with a Vander. I like the look of this top line. I, I just two dogs with Connor McDavid. Mm-hmm. I think that's the best way to look at it. And two guys who know how to finish opportunities. Potentially two 30 goal scorers on Connor McDavid's wing. Luke Gazdick thinks Connor Brown could, could uh, pop home 30. So I love the, the look of that top line. I think the second line, I'm open to it. Um, I'm a little bit more nervous about that one just because I mean, no, I shouldn't be because yeah, Zach what? Hyman's a guy who'll get in on the four check, but I worry about that trio a hair defensively, but not a lot. Um, third line. I am this. I'm beyond excited for them. I know I'm drinking the preseason Kool-Aid. I'm excited about everything right now, but McLeod Fogel Holloway, if they are engaged physically, and that's something I've knocked two of those guys for in the past for not being consistently engaged enough physically. If all three of them are on though, that is hell for the opposing team to have that be the easy spot in the Oilers top nine. And it's three young players who skate really well and aren't afraid to get into the tough areas, hit you physically. Even if it's like you're a D man, you pass the puck, you're going to, you're going to get hit. You're going to get smushed against the boards by these guys. I think they have a chance to be a really damn good third line. I'm excited for it. Yeah. there. I think any Stanley cup contending team needs a third line mm-hmm. that is going to compete every single night. And there's no doubt about it. I think, Dylan Holloway, I know, I know Yamamoto played in the top six most of the time, but when he was on the third line, he's an, he's an upgrade mm-hmm. in it, right? And he's got more offense than a Yamamoto would have, but they'll, they'll both forecheck as hard as each other. Yeah. So I like that line. And the fourth line, obviously, is just going to be a bit of a makeshift rotating. Yeah, they're just saving a spot right? for Nick Dowd. <laughs> yes, <laughs> as you do. That's our boy. Uh, yeah, Yanmark and Derek Ryan will be the fourth line. We'll see if you know Yanmark plays some center. Derek Ryan takes some draws. That obviously opens up the Oilers to really spread around who's getting the shifts with those guys. I don't think it's just going to be a rotation of McDavid and Drysaddle with them. I think you're probably going to see a little bit of everyone in the top nine probably getting a shift with them. Yeah, I think Holloway would actually be a really good player to rotate through that. Just bring a little bit mm-hmm. of speed to it. Don't get the pucks. Give it to Derek Ryan. He's a yep. good passer. And then yeah, Mark, decent finish. That third line's very exciting. And like you said, the preseason Kool-Aid. But for me, it's that top line of Evander and Connor Brown. In the yeah. preseason, they have both looked so dialed in. Yeah, Connor Brown seems like the perfect player to play with McDavid because he just finds the open areas like in the slot. He just gets available for you know a two-second area. Boom. Connor gives him the puck. He buries back the net. Evander Kane has looked more like himself since his injury coming back. That's Snipe Show. And I, I think it was tipped off Buddy Stick the other preseason game yeah. where Kane was coming off the right wing. But the sound of that thing gripping off bar down, you saw his face afterwards, no reaction. I think Evander Kane is back. D pairings for the Edmonton Oilers. I don't disagree with that, by the way, Aaron. Yeah. Uh, Darnell Nurse with Cody Cece. We'll yeah. see what ends up happening here. With the rest of the Oilers' blue line. We, we don't know. I, we don't know if Atkins playing. We don't know if Kulak's playing. It, hypothetically, neither of them play. How are you lining up? You got to go Nurse and CC because you need to split up Nurse and Bouchard in that example. And then I think you're going Broberg, Bouchard, DeHarnay with like one of Atkins, Kulak, or Nimalai. It has yes, to be healthy. They would have to play. One of them has to play. So that one goes with Vinny in that in that scenario. I think you're just trying to spread out the wealth, spread out your dependable pieces. Can I give you a juicy bet now? Or do you need me to wait? No, we got to wait. Okay, because we got to get to the Canucks lineups. We don't even know if this is going to be right. No, we have no idea, but we're going to do our best. Up, um, Hirose today. Akita. Oh, really? What's is that? What's his name? Yeah, Akita Hirose. Yeah, I believe my it's... Canucks knowledge is fucked. Yeah, it, it, yeah it, you're it, playing it, on. It, yeah, it, we it. don't even need quads on the show on Friday. We'll just throw Aaron <laughs> on the couch. Uh, but the Canucks expected lineups. One, Thatcher Demko is your expected starting goalie. We do not know who the starting goalie is yet for the Edmonton Oilers. Top line, Pedersen, Kuzmenko, and Connor Garland, who's just so angry. He wants the Oilers to win this game so he can get the hell out of Vancouver. It seems like uh, I was watching a bit of Canucks conversation yesterday. Hey. And they seem like they have don't care if he's there or not. It seems like they kind of want him out of the door. Am yeah, I right? Yeah? They definitely do. They can't yeah. get rid of his cap it. Now, apparently he doesn't mesh with anybody. He, that's the thing wise. is they said that he hasn't been able to stick in the top six with anybody and whatnot. Now, I don't know if these lines are accurate, but I'm sorry if I'm Connor Garland. If you're on the right wing with Andre Kuzmenko and Elias Pettersson, you figure it out. You aren't going to get a much better yeah. opportunity than that yeah. anywhere. So if you can't make that work, I don't know where else that's going to work. Yeah, I agree. 
Uh, second line, Phil DiGiuseppe with JT Miller and Brock Besser. That's two top six players and one who's not. Pia Suter with Anthony Bavillier and Dakota Joshua. Dakota Joshua got called out a little bit by Rick Toggett. If someone on the Canucks is going to try to start a scrap tonight, it's Dakota Joshua. So look out. Uh, actually, look out. Donnell Nurse buried Dakota Joshua when the Oilers played the, the Canucks because Joshua was kind of running around a little bit. And then no saw an opportunity. It was a definite penalty and put him into the board. So there's already been a little bit of rivalry bill up there. Mm-hmm. I think Evander Kane was involved in him too, that game. Potentially the newly acquired Sam Lafferty centering a line with Teddy Bluger and Nils Hoglander. I believe the Oilers had interest in Bluger over the offseason. I believe the Oilers have had interest in Sam Lafferty. Did you see allegedly the Vincent Deahne was going to have to be what went? That's who Toronto wanted. And I, I would assume I've, that's why that deal didn't happen. I've, I'm glad that didn't happen. Me too. You need more reliable defensemen yeah. than you need a fourth line center. I like Lafferty, but come on. Yeah. Uh, Nils Hoglander on the left side, but the Canucks do have a flu bug going around the team. So they're actually unsure if they can dress a full roster for this evening's game. D pairing quickly. Quinn Hughes, Phil Horonic, Ian Cole, Tyler Myers, Carson Susie is week to week. Noah Juleson's on the right side. We don't know who's going to slide in for the Canucks tonight. I have some not breaking news as it was one hour ago, but Thomas Drantz, good Canucks reporter, mm. has tweeted, whistle blows and Canucks morning skate has begun. We do not see Teddy Bluger, Carson Soucy, or Breeze Bois on the ice. I'm going to butcher his first name, so I won't say yeah. it. Yeah, sure, you got it. If none of them are available tonight, and we'll see what Rick Tuckett says, the club may have to play short a man mm. in their opening roster versus Edmonton. Thatcher Demko starting for the Vancouver Canucks, but who's starting for the Edmonton Oilers, you ask? Bob Stoffer with the news. And ladies and gentlemen, we did it. Oh, one second. I got to fast forward this song, get to a good part. Jack Campbell, first goalie on the ice. Holy, it's here, ladies and gentlemen. I'm beyond fired up. It's soup season. Soup's on. Hot soup. Soup's hot. hot. Soup. Nothing better than hot soup. The soup has been hot. Soup's on. Hit the like button on YouTube because Jack Campbell's the first goalie off yeah. the ice. Let's go. I'm excited for this guy tonight. I am putting so much behind Jack Campbell and supporting this guy this year. He's yeah. going to be a dude for him. He's yeah, going to be a dude. We got we to gotta show the support for our boy Jack. It's going to be a good year for him, I think. And I, I think this is a good move by Woody. That yep. was a good trust level. Isn't great, this is a great move by and Woody. That's a guy who needed confidence. This is Adams how you give it to him. This is yeah. how you show that you're all behind him. Mm-hmm. Yesterday, everyone laughed at this theory, but Skinner was in the starters net in Edmonton. <laughs> and I said, oh, that means Jack Campbell is in the away net, which when translated is the home starters net. So you just, yeah, you had to see this one coming, folks. You got to read between the lines and be better. <laughs> yeah. Come on. That's what I paid out of the big buck. Jack Campbell expected to get the start for the Oilers. Let's get to our betting report brought to you by our friends at Betway. Uh, If you listen to me yesterday, you were a perfect 2-0 on the betting front. Nikita Kucherov gets his four shots. He actually ended up with five. Buried an empty netter, which I thought thought he was only at three. So when I saw him going up the ice with the puck and the clock ticking down, he scored the empty netter with like 1.2 seconds. I was screaming at my TV (laughs) for him to shoot that puck. Uh, also, both of my overs hit on the parlay with Pitt, Chicago, Tampa, and Nashville. How about the other thing we discussed yesterday? A goal in the first 10 minutes. Did they hit in all three games? All three games. Yeah, you texted I, us that. I yeah. tailed it with you in the first game. First game, and Kudrov scored with like 20 seconds left. And then awesome. it hit It hit around six minutes into the Pittsburgh game. And then the, I think around the same for the, for the Vegas game. So, I mean, hey. What were the odds on that? They're not great. They're like minus one. 170 and lower. You got a parlay. But also, it, it hit three for three. So we'll see. And plus, two, I think these first games teams are like all jacked up to be playing again. So it might be a good time to kind of tail that often. But my bet tonight, Tyler. All right. Coming in at a juicy plus 300. Wow. Evan Bouchard goal. Whoa. Really? Evan Bouchard goal tonight on the power play. The Bouch bomb is clapping the back of the net right through there, actually. Hitting the boards. Boom. Boosh, okay. boom. Boosh, boom. Uh, Evan Bouchard shot prop tonight. Two and a half. Tempting. Connor McDavid shot prop tonight. Three and a half. Tempting. Leon Drysaddle's line is only two and a half. Tempting. Drysaddle, do you not remember last season? Oh, Drysaddle's shot prop was so weird. It was. It's very volatile. Oh, it's not a great bet. So just because he's, yeah. He'll have like one shot and one goal and he just won't shoot. Okay. I got a couple of plays I like tonight in this hockey game. Okay, here we go. Leon Dreisaitl power play point minus 134. 
Evan Bouchard power play point plus one twenty five. I think I'm going to bet them both. Evan one twenty five for a power for play Bouch? point for Bouchard. Yeah. I like that. Hey, I like if he's that. getting points, that's how he's getting. Yeah, and I like Drysaddle at minus one thirty four. McDavid's that's minus two hundred. Drysaddle's odds are better. I like the odds of the Oilers power play getting off to a good start, and I'm going puck line tonight. Um, puck line magic. Yeah, puck line magic. We are back. It's hockey season. You're getting plus money on an Oilers puck line. You got to take it. You got to take it because the vibes are going to be so good at Greta. I want—I don't even want to be screaming about an empty netter because I want the Oilers to win like 4-1. But I'm taking the puck line tonight. I'm pretty confident with it. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. I looked at the puck line mm-hmm. as well. well. We'll see how much I tease it. But you all know once I get to Greta and someone whispers that in my ear, you know, I'm putting a little bit yeah, of a couple I'm, of bucks down as I'm, I'm eating a little glizzy. A little $2 hot dog mm-hmm. in Greta. Um, also, just quickly on the uh, Betway front, I like the Leafs on the puck line tonight as well. And I'm tempted to do a parlay because there's nothing better than when the first one hits and it's an Oilers game on game two. Yeah. And it makes it that much sweatier. When you got 20 bucks on a puck line parlay and all of a sudden you're not just sweating out a little $20, you're sweating out like a $60 win. That's, that's the stuff I like about hockey season. I'm going to go Cole Caulfield goal in that game. We both think he's scoring 50 this year. I'll take a shot prop. Plus one forty, mm. I think. I think that's my thing this year. I'm. I just want to bet goals. Right. I like seeing it. You know, that is more fun. Goals. It's more fun. Okay, content schedule for today because I go. know you all want a lot. You want that Kool Aid on game day. I'm going to be going live on the Daily Face Off Facebook only page. Okay, with Frank at two o'clock for an exclusive Q and A. You can ask him whatever you want. So trade deadline takes, get him in there. Yeah, yeah. Get him in there. You can ask him just about his life, about being an insider and things like that. And we'll, we'll get them all through to Frank. So head over to the daily face off, face off, face off Facebook page at two o'clock. That'll be about a 30 minute chat. Seven o'clock live at Greta. It's the debut of pre-gaming with Boardsy, our first Oilers nation pregame show That's that is going right. to take you right up until puck drop one hour before the game. It's all brought to you by our friends at Sherwood Ford, the giant. It is going to be a damn good time. Myself and Aaron one hour up to every single Oilers game this year. I like that. I like it a lot. I'm very excited. It's going to be a Greta tonight. I do think we are going to get Jay at some point. Yeah, tonight, I think Jay's going to be on too. Don't hold your breath viewers. We're going to go through, we're going to give you all the last minute news, latest lines, betting lines. I didn't give my takes for what I like for Betway today. Because you're saving it. Because we're going to dig into that a little bit later today. Yeah, you got a fun segment for that. Yeah, we do. I'm going to have Gavin giving us some stats. We're just going to be hanging out, having a good time. But I got to say more than anything, if you are thinking about coming to Greta, this is not an experience that you want to miss. Because the playoff parties last year were absolutely electric. And we are picking up Mm -hmm. right where we left off. I got two quick things before we wrap. One, we need nine more likes. It's not good vibes if we don't hit the like goal today. On we need nine more. Nine more hey, if likes. you're watching on YouTube, hammer Let's the like button, please. Up. It's so easy to I'm do gonna, it. I'll do it on thing, my own. Mm-hmm. If you're looking for something between Daily Face Off Live on Facebook and the pregame show, mm-hmm. you can go watch Oilers Nation Radio on YouTube. Full video episodes now up. Yeah. Subscribe to the YouTube. We're trying to get that number up a little yeah. bit. I've got more content. You can oh, tune oh. in to Canucks Conversation nah. this afternoon. Actually, that, or you could if not. you're going to tune into one. Yeah, so the, today's probably the day. I will be on that one as well. So yeah. okay. there we go. Okay. Six more likes, people. Let's go. Yeah, come on. We're getting there. Uh, pre-gaming with Sutsi has a nice ring to it, too, from Daryl Sutter. <laughs> <laughs> only, only if you do it live from the tractor. Uh, Christopher Palmer is in. He is uh, almost in Edmonton. Might be hitting up Sports Closet. You should. You should grab one of these bad boys. And check out the, the merch they have. Christopher Palmer, he's a flat brim snapback guy, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. You'll, you'll get a nice he hat. He looks good at some of those one. lids we got going. Mm-hmm. Tyler Mulek's going to be there tonight. Let us know in the chat if you're going to be, uh, if you're going to be showing up to Greta this evening. Yeah, Come know. watch the pregame show. We're going to try to like have it playing on the speakers there. So like really help with the vibe. Yeah. 127 <laughs> likes. We crushed it. 128 to me. 130. Whoa. It's oh, going up. Boy. Oh boy. Relax. Pew, 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 pew. Like go hit people. First Sherwood Ford giant game day edition of the show has been a success. Let's wrap it up with our Alberta blue cross favorite memories of today's show. Alberta blue cross is only one thing better than sharing memories. That's making new ones. Alberta blue cross travel insurance protects your memories and more wherever your travel takes you visit ab.bluecross.ca favorite memory liam go my favorite memory of the show was when frank spoke about frozen pizzas and mentioned sex in the same sentence that was hilarious aaron go damn it that's what i was, <laughs> that was a great memory. i think that's everybody's favorite. 
Um, no, I'm going with that. We're going to double up. Okay. Uh, my favorite memory was asking him about the trade deadline because I am <laughs> so committed to doing that every time he joins this show. Uh, it's, I'm so serious about this bit. It's all I look for. Get in to. the comments on that Facebook stream mm-hmm. and uh, talk deadline. Remember, if you need to give your boss a fake sick note, email Liam at OilersNation.com. Yeah, I got them all pre-written. Probably handle this. Uh, Dry says his favorite memory of the show is Liam's legs. That is Alberta Blue Cross approved. Well, again, get used to mm-hmm. Our boy Nils is in from Germany, OilersNation.de. Greetings from Germany. Can't wait for hockey season to finally start again, baby. We're seven hours away from puck drop between the Oilers and Canucks. Pre-game show at seven. Post-game show, Oilers Nation after dark, live after the final buzzer, all live at Greta, all brought to you by Sherwood Ford, the giant. Special shout out to Star Mechanical, Betway, Alberta Blue Cross, and the Sports Closet. Find them online at sportscloset.ca. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for hammering that like button. We'll be recapping an Oilers win tomorrow at noon mountain time. Chat with you then. See you at seven. Thank you for watching Oilers Nation every day. Hit the subscribe button to never miss a show. And for more, visit OilersNation.com.